0: Since you were talking about wanting to check your notifications a lot, I was wondering: Do you often experience something like FOMO, like fear we are missing out, or is it another? Really, it
1: is one of my worst qualities. <laughs> I think, as someone who loves going places with people and hanging out with friends, just feeling like, like especially if my friends are, it's a group chat. Group chats get me because no, I think because yeah. when I do and this is myself from my phone, the group chats that's when the group chats blow up. <laughs> that's when that happens. And I think just by like not checking it, I feel like I'm missing out on someone else's um like someone else's lives kind of and I'm out of the loop and definitely I definitely feel that. And not so much with social media because everyone's always doing something and people show like one percent of their lives like Half the time, they're not even doing the amazing thing that you see. Because I feel like sometimes, like, you have that relaxing weekend where you don't do much. And then you open Instagram and you see, oh, my gosh, so-and-so went there and -and so-and-so went there. But then when you go places, you don't think about how other people are perceiving your um, social media posts. So I think definitely, yeah, I struggle with FOMO a lot. And I think people don't expect it it from people that are more outgoing but I think it's definitely it affects everyone I think I don't think I met a single person who likes being left out of things intentionally
0: um, I mean unless they're really an introvert who yeah. would just who just doesn't like interaction with people yeah but I think I've seen some of your Instagram posts as well uh-huh. of you, you know going places and traveling definitely. so potentially like if you experience FOMO there might be this sounds like really cheesy I know but there could still be someone else looking at your posts and thinking you know I wish my life was like this or I had this experience and I'm not saying it's a bad thing to like post pictures of yourself living a good life at all but I think it's nice to remember if you're experiencing FOMO you could just think that you know there could be someone else
1: out there who's also thinking that about exactly I think yeah because um. When I see stuff like that, I'm like, okay, this person is honestly. My mind doesn't always go there, but I'm like, oh, this looks like so much fun. Um, but I'm doing something next weekend, so that's something to look forward to, oh. and stuff like that. Yeah. So I think, especially, what gets me is over like long periods of breaks, like spring break, summer break. People went so many places during this summer, this past summer, and I feel like I went. To- um I went to Tahoe and like places in California but I didn't really leave California so I think just seeing other people going (laughs) to like Italy and Greece and just so many different cool places I think that definitely made me feel a little bit like dang Mm, I wish I I was there (laughs) I kind of felt that way too
0: but I don't know if this is going to comfort you, and I'm not saying this for any pay or anything like that, but I personally didn't really travel anywhere, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but there's nothing wrong about that, too. It's just, you know, if you do feel like other people are going to better places than you, it's really important to try to stay grateful. Like, I'm I'm not trying to make this sound like big positivity or anything mm-hmm. like that, but stay grateful for what you are experiencing because like i mean i can definitely struggle with that too by the way just looking at other people's lives sometimes i mean like i wish i had that car or i wish i went to italy
1: like them (laughs) and ate good pasta or something like that italy pasta is the best (laughs) yeah so um i'll give a little story time so i went to i actually went to italy over spring break and
0: yeah it was really, really
1: fun. It was really, really fun, but I think what I was gonna get out of that is um over spring break, a lot of people don't travel too many places, especially people I think who live in this area because it's not that long of a time like we only get a week off school. So yeah, it's not that long of a time, but a lot of people's parents don't get work off during the summer, so it was just more convenient for us to travel during yeah. spring break. And then I think just having that really nice fun vacation and then going into summer break, being like, Oh my god, that was fun and then seeing people go to the same places, you're like, dang, that that was fun. I wish like I could go not again, but like just thinking that especially made me think people probably saw my things that I was posting and probably felt like, mm-hmm. Oh, that looks like fun or something like that. Like there's always gonna be two sides of a story so mm,
0: yeah it's good to keep that in mind well, that sounds very like it, it kind of sounds
1: like we're reciting from a self-help book here but <laughs> yeah so yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It's good
0: to remember. <laughs> i also found some other tips that you could handle bone addiction as well or feeling like you need to check your notifications all the time so one thing you could do is remove apps that take a lot of your time I know it sounds obvious and like something we don't want to do but i think a starter if you don't want to remove it could be just offloading the app mm-hmm. so if you feel like instagram for example is calling for your time a lot you could just temporarily offload it to
1: something. Definitely. And see how it goes yeah and i think mostly that has to do with social media so Instagram, TikTok, like we were talking about lately this whole time, mm-hmm. but yeah, stuff like that. I think I personally have never uploaded or deleted Instagram off my phone, just because. Oh, yeah, I don't. I've never done that, but I've definitely, I've definitely deleted Snapchat a bunch because I spend like it's crazy oh. the amount of time I spent on Snapchat, and like especially because i have just I don't know about like everyone who has had Snapchat, but I've had it since I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, definitely has been a part of literally like me growing up. So I think just having that connection with other people and sending, you know, streaks and just talking to people on Snapchat, it's a little bit inform it's less informal, making it more accessible to me. So when I deleted that I stopped getting half the notifications I getting half my notifications are from Snapchat. So yeah. You know, I think with Snapchat it can definitely
0: be so addicting because you're literally well, I think most teenagers just use it to send like selfie stations. Exactly. And especially with the whole streaks. Mm-hmm. And it kind of forces you to send snaps every day or else exactly. you're going to to keep up your little Yeah. Streets.
1: I think I've had one literally since I've m i have I have one that's like over seven hundred days. <laughs> and Anxiety. I honestly don't think about it too much, just because I have. This is gonna sound weird. I have like times in the day where I open my phone and do my streaks, like in mm. the morning after school during lunch. So I, I don't have that problem. But like, I think if I have my phone taken away, that's one of the things I'll be thinking about. Oh my, my streaks! I'm gonna yeah. lose them. You know.
0: I know some people too. Like a girl asked for my phone once so that she could log in your Snapchat account and just send yep. snaps. Mm-hmm. i mean i don't think it's necessarily crazy or anything too because a lot of us probably use snapchat and i actually didn't use it for about a year because i just did not feel motivated to send yeah i mean it's just because of like my laziness in this situation like i just didn't feel motivated to send pictures so i think recently i have started using it a bit again but i don't really send snaps to that many people so i feel like that helps to not get as
1: distracted buy it and like not spend as much time on it definitely yeah Yeah. I think yeah I'm the same way I think but just having um honestly some people that I send streaks to I don't talk to them on a daily basis um like you were saying you only snap a couple people I think over the years I've been like the number of people I snap has gradually grown Mm -hmm. just because Honestly, who doesn't have Snap? Like it's literally like such a thing in our generation really to have like Snap and Instagram and all the social media platforms. So yeah. yeah. And then the thing, I totally forgot about this, but um my actually my good friend, she we were in like Tahoe and her phone. We were in a hot tub and her phone got wet and it all got all like messed up. So she logged in on my phone to send <laughs> her streaks on Snapchat. So it's literally not even just me and you. It's more people. <laughs> mm, yeah. it's Kind of turning into a bit of a
0: canon event. But I mean, I personally do know people who don't have Snapchat and I feel like they do tend to not really use social media that Definitely. much. Or, like, they'll go on Instagram.
1: Yeah. Maybe. I know someone who doesn't have any social media platforms and he is oh. one of the happiest people I've ever <laughs> seen. Always. His mood is always like so high. And I, I think some people think that if they don't have that, like relating this back to FOMO. Mm-hmm. You're like feeling like you're missing out on events and stuff like that. But honestly taking a break from it too can really help you. Oh, your mental health. Definitely. Yeah, so something that can help you out with just um reminding yourself about phone addiction and just um distancing yourself when it's necessary is everyone has lock screens and I think just having like The first thing when you see in your phone can really impact your decisions. So in the past, I've had quotes, inspirational quotes. Mm -hmm. And I think even having something that will remind yourself, like, remember, you have to be focused on this. Or even like a question prompting, I think really like a good one is why now? Thinking that like, yeah, you really think of what you should be doing in that moment. And is that an appropriate time that you're supposed to be, not supposed to be, but like, it's a good idea to be on your phone or is there something more important you have to do?
0: That's what I saw too, like having a lock screen that asks you why now, or do you really want to go on your phone now Mm -hmm. or something like that, which I think could help. I know last year too, Maybe even the year before, I had a walk screen reminding me to study because it was nearing yes. AP exam season. Yes. And I was like, I really need to just stop using my phone so much and crack down on studying.
1: Yeah. Even like, even setting goals for yourself and then rewarding yourself with certain things. I know rewarding yourself with like five minutes of screen time can be problematic and you can end oh, up yeah. spending more time, but maybe something different like oh I'll spend an hour or 30 minutes studying and then I'll do this instead of and just not even involving your phone in the whole process can really like honestly help you find other things that can bring you relaxation and stuff
0: yeah I definitely agree with that um I think in terms of relaxation you could also use like I didn't know about this actually but there's a setting called grayscale oh. or something where I guess you set your phone's colors to have
1: to be gray. More or monotone. I definitely heard this I think.
0: But, yeah I mean I've heard of dark mode which I think also works mm-hmm. at least to you know not have you stay up as late. Yeah. But grayscale makes your phone seem more boring yeah
1: no I've never really thought of it like that yeah I think that's really interesting
0: and you know another thing I found was keeping your phone out of sight so this could be behind a curtain or outside your room maybe <laughs> and like you could still charge it or something yeah it's
1: outside I think yeah. So I this is gonna sound weird. I don't. I have a desk in my room and everything, but I do my homework. I'm like a little kid. I do it on the dining table, and I I will. (laughs) It's literally like it helps me study. I swear. And so I'll usually not have my phone on the dining table. Like I'll have it on a different surface, so Mm -hmm. I can't hear the like or feel like the vibrations of my phone. So I'll have it somewhere else, and even having it on charge that can really help you because you can be like, oh, my phone needs to be on charge. It cannot be next to me. So that really helps too. Yeah. (laughs) I know for me, I don't
0: know if I would necessarily be able to focus at the dining room table, but I do my homework in my room right now. And (laughs) I've been thinking about if it's really the best place for me to do my homework because I think sometimes – like my phone does have this box thing, which I will put it in. It's not mm-hmm. a lock box or anything, but <laughs> it's just, you know, this thing that I put my phone in to charge it. And so I don't have as clear of a view of it. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll still occasionally look at it. I think it's definitely helped me though with not checking my phone as much, but essentially I guess like choosing another place sometimes to study where... Yeah. We, or, just putting your phone in another room could help more.
1: Yeah. And I think um, if someone was telling me this, I'd be like, that's crazy. I'm not going to put yeah. my phone in another room. But it honestly can really help. And on, if you're missing out on an hour's worth of notifications, it's lucky like, better than missing out on something that you really need to do, like homework or catching up on something else. And just building those habits can, like, really set you up for success.
0: Exactly. We might talk about building good habits later. I don't think we've actually done an official topic on building good habits. No way. (laughs) I think we did delay gratification, which is, like, self-control. But I think it would be helpful to have an episode on, you know, fully on building habits. I need an episode (laughs) like that, too. (laughs) Well, for me, too. So. Now we've reached the end of our episode, I feel like. And to recap, we talked about the official definition of phone addiction and its symptoms and effects. Also, when phone addiction tends to peak
1: in our lives, which is the teenage years. Yes. (laughs) And then after the break, we talked about a study on teenagers in China and their use of TikTok and other factors. That may increase a teenager's addiction to their phone. And then we also gave some tips for handling phone addiction.
0: Thank you all for listening and for your support as always. Hopefully, Amron, you had a good time Definitely. your first
1: episode. Yeah, it's going to be a memorable one. I love talking to Lauren. it's lots of fun.
0: Yeah, it was really nice talking to you. So with that said make sure to check out our other episodes too if this one interests you like our episode on joy gratification if you're interested in the topic of self-control and for now be sure to keep asking yourself why "Why did i I do that?" that